Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, it's Wednesday, and Wednesday is our Imagining Day on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh, like I said, we imagine on Wednesdays. We imagine, in this case, what the next season of The Bachelorette will be like with our very own Minnesotan Becca as The Bachelorette. And we're going to do it like this. It's time for another installment of Colleen and Bradley Theater. Today, Colleen will be playing the role of the Bachelorette, and Bradley will be playing the role of dumb Bachelorette guys. On this season of The Bachelorette, the guys try their best to impress this Minnesota native. You need to make me the best hot dish you can even imagine. Here, try this. It's really hot, just like me. Okay, it might be hot, but there are no tater tots. Are you fooling around with me? Which bachelor will win her heart on a stick? Okay, guys, we're at the state fair. It's the great Minnesota get-together. I'd like to get together with you. Will the boldest man win, or will Mr. Passive-Aggressive be the keeper of her heart? You look beautiful. Thanks. Uh, you don't think this dress is too short? No. No, no, no your, your kneecaps look great. This season on The Bachelorette on ABC. That was another edition of Colleen and Bradley Theater. Be sure to tune in for another wonderful educational episode next Wednesday at 1 p.m. I would totally watch that whole season. They could go ice fishing, maybe, um, you know, I don't know, walk around. Well, they'll definitely go around a lake. They'll walk around a lake. That's something we do here that they'll like hug the Mary Tyler Moore statue. They better come here, is all I'm saying. Well, they'll have to for hometown dates. Yeah. Or when she. Do we know where in Minnesota she's from? Prior Lake. So, like, legit Prior Lake, or like, because you you never know when they're like, like, no, she's legit from legit, like, legit, legit there. Prior Lake, yes. She grew up there. Yeah, I believe her mom is a teacher in that school district. Not that I was. You know, doing Facebook stalking or anything like that. I would never I do mean, that. I'm sure you totally and everybody else in Minnesota, because of course, when uh, someone in Minnesota is a part of something, we must 
bow down before it and celebrate it. Yes. Its, you know, yeah. What do you extension. Absolutely. That's what we do in Minnesota. And oh, that's no, what I'm we're going to do for Becca. I'm fully aware. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Are we? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Speaking of. Um, okay. So here's the thing that's been rolling around in my head when it comes to the bachelor and the bachelorette, Minnesota, as you pointed out, Mm -hmm. as I just alluded to loves its own, but I want to issue a warning to the the state of Minnesota. Okay. Okay. I know you guys don't enjoy it too long. I know I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to pee on your leg, Minnesota until you tell you it's raining, but I want you to be very careful, Minnesota, because everybody was very excited, but don't get too excited, please. Okay. About uh, a Minnesotan being on The Bachelor. Why? For one simple reason. Don't let The Bachelorette be our Ari. Does that make sense? I need you to um, help explain that allegory a little bit better. Okay, so you know how Ari treated Becca? Yeah, bad. Like crap. Yes. He was like, I love you. You're my baby. I'm going to marry you. We're going to be together forever. And then The Bachelor's going to be like, hey, Minnesota, we love you. Your bachelorette is from here. Oh, don't you love it? Well, now we're going to destroy you. What do you we're think gonna, they're going to do to us? Well, I feel like we have to be careful because yeah. we're going to get really invested and excited. And then they're going to do things like go ice fishing. You know, have Margo from Fargo have, you know, like the most stereotypical Minnesotan representation of us. And we're all going to have bought the dumb thing hook, line and sinker. And uh, then they're all going to make us look like yahoos, like wearing lumberjack outfits. We're going to make Lutefisk on a date. Yeah. Oh, look, they made oh. Lutefisk. Okay. here's. I'm just saying, be I, careful, because Hollywood has a way of destroying people. I agree. And this is the thing, is that, you know, at first, when you first started talking, Bradley, if I'm being really honest with myself, with you, and with the rest of the world, I thought maybe you were just being a negative Nelly. No. Oh. But then I thought about it, and I thought about it strategically and critically, and I realized that the Bachelor slash Bachelorette franchise has a habit mm-hmm. of mm, manipulating our emotions yeah. anyway, and what we are seeing is not exactly what is true. It is what they think we want to see. Yeah. And we need to understand that the Bachelorette is not producing a show for us here in Minnesota. They're producing a show for the rest of yeah. the world. So if they can so find some give, like... They're going to do the Minnesota thing that everybody does and be like, it snows all the time in Minnesota. It's super snowy. It's snowing. It's cold. And it's snowy. Exactly. Yeah, That's exactly that my point. Us. And I'm just saying everybody smokes and nothing is real. True. That's what we know. And I just want you to please... Can we just make that our dumb t-shirt for the yes. fair? Everybody smokes and nothing is real. And we'll have to put on there Cat Perkins because we love her, number one. But number two, that is that's her hers, statement. That's her statement. But, but it has absolutely informed the way that we look at anything that comes out of Hollywood. Am I right? Yeah. We literally apply that filter because to all the things. you can just see, like, they're going to be, like, up north, you know, on, yeah. on the Iron Range. Mm-hmm. And look, it's a beautiful state with right. many different facets and places. But I feel like oftentimes... Uh, you know, when we are represented, it's like, you know, everybody's going to be wearing flannel and red wing boots and marching around, you know, cutting down trees. Yeah. Welcome to Minnesota. All right. Well, when we come back, we're really excited to, uh, to talk to our next guest. There is a show in town. Bradley got to see it last night. He was not watching the bachelor. No, I took one for the team. You guys, I watched 
you know, real theater. Art. Yeah, he was at the theater uh, and he saw School of Rock. We are going to talk to a member of the cast from School of Rock about what maybe the difference might be between the stage show and the movie and all kinds of other things. Stay right where you are. We'll be back after this on My Talk 107. Well, uh, last night, while many people were watching the finale of The Bachelor, which I will be doing tonight. <laughs> Bradley was no spoilers, at, no spoilers. Don't tell me. Bradley was at School of Rock. Uh, I am. Oh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, and we do have a guest in the studio. That voice you're hearing is the voice of Rob Coletti, Bachelor fan extraordinaire. Okay, oh, I'm glad you said that because I was going to ask that question. You were competing last night against yes. the finale of The Bachelor, and we did. Pretty good, I would like to think. The Twin Cities showed up and they were loud. You really knocked it out of the park and the crowd at the end... Uh, there was a moment where you asked for like a callback from the audience, and I was like, "Oh, come on, you guys, you can do better than that." And then they just like let loose. Yeah, it they was loved it. Crazy. Now we should say that you play the role of Dewey Finn. I do in School of Rock. I now, would like to play the role of Bachelor if I could. Well, I mean, sorry, I'm going to stick to the now, subject. Stick so a pin in that. Stepping stone. Let's let's get back to that. We one. will. I. You know what? I'm going to promise you, we will get back to that. Good. But. Because people want to know about School of Rock, I'm a huge fan of the movie. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. We have watched it a hundred times. The Legend of the Rent is way hardcore. How different is the stage show from the movie? You know, it is um, the same basic storyline, but there is an entire new level of storytelling for both the principal and the kids. Uh, so there's sort of like a love story that exists for um, the Jack Black, Joan Cusack relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, you know, with the the movie, it was really kind of like um, a vehicle for Jack Black. And rightfully so. Like, he's a genius. Mm-hmm. But um, this uh, really gives the kids more airtime. And um, also rightfully so, because, you know, the, the, ultimately they really push the story. Like, I, I, I'm in a lot of the scenes, but I'm not as good without them there. The story isn't the same without them there. Um, and, you know, the movie's like two hours. This is two hours and 30 minutes. Oh, it's perfect. There's so much more material. And, you know, like, yes, okay, cool, you can guess the ending. Well, obviously we've all seen it, but, like, there's this whole new layer of storytelling that really doesn't get to be there in the movie. And and the kids really are like a central focus in a way that I because I'd not seen the show before. Um, so the kids really take center stage. And I love at the beginning, they give a little bit of a, a hint about what the kids are actually doing or not doing on stage. But before we get to that, can you just tell us even and this is probably a question you've a- answered a hundred times. What's it like working with so many kids? Is it challenging in any way? Yeah, well, no, I do get that question a lot. And honestly, um, someone had told me recently, there's like this quote, don't work with kids or animals. And um, I don't think I could agree with either of those things because hmm. I, uh, I bring my dog with me everywhere. And um, the kids are awesome. They're just like, they're so cool. They're so humble. They're so excited to be here. And they're not just like, Kids, they're quadruple threats. They like sing, dance, and act, and then they also play their instruments at a prodigious level. It's okay, that I'm so glad you said that. We're talking with Rob Coletti, who stars in School of Rock. He plays the role of Dewey Finn, and one of the things we were wondering is, do the kids play their own instruments? They in, surely in the, do, the yes, and at a really high level. 
all of the kids have been either playing since they were two or like a couple of the kids started learning the instruments when they started auditioning and picked it up so quickly wow. that they were able to be cast that's amazing. months and it's, later. It's not because, okay, so I'm going to tell share a story with you that's going to mean nothing probably to you, but to some it of our audience, everything to us. it means the world to us. <laughs> we do this thing every year called Project Down and Dirty. It's like a reality TV show on the radio mm-hmm. and our bosses, they put us into weird things for like a week. So we had to put on a musical one year. Great. We had to um, go to the military and learn do basic training one year. Cool. Then we had one called Rock Band, where for a week we had to like form a band. Awesome. So it was so fun. like School of Rock, right? Hard so though, right? We had to pick up uh, uh, instruments. You have it no was idea. So, like, they were like, here, you try this chord. And it took me, you know, probably three days right. to do like blink, blink, blink. We blink. called it right. your bam, bam. Yeah, my bam. Bradley bear. had a bam, bam. But <laughs> I, and I, I have actually, so much respect for these yeah. kids. Because I actually studied piano. Mm-hmm. And when we went to do, they showed me a few chords. I was like, I got the chords down. And they were like, okay, now you got to sing Love Shack while you do that. And I was like, I'm out. Yep, I could not play and sing at the same time. Yeah, no. When I was 10 years old, I was like playing in the dirt. Yes. And I could barely play a video yeah. game. Right. And these kids are literally like playing, you know, Mozart on classical guitar. It's, it's unbelievable. Insane. Yeah. yeah. And That's I will so say, cool. I, one of the things I thought when I, uh, at the beginning, they say these kids are playing their own instruments. You know, they sort of, because I think otherwise you'd probably have the audience wondering, like, I wonder how much they're really doing. Oh, yeah. And I thought, like, they'll probably have people behind them sort of playing them up. No, these kids were like really rocking it out. Yeah. There's an announcement from Sir Angelo Weber at the top of the show where he says over the intercom, um, you know, these kids actually play. We still get asked at the stage door, were those kids really playing? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're unbelievable. It's impressive. Yeah. You should like, that's the other thing too, is it's not just, it's not just on stage. These kids are like backstage walking around with their guitars, having like walking jam sessions with crew members. It's unbelievable. How fun. What yeah. a fun show to work on. Oh, yeah. And this is not your first, we're talking with Rob Coletti, who's in uh, School of Rock. And uh, you, this isn't your first show. You were in one of my favorites, Book of Mormon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so brilliant. One of my all-time favorites. Like the greatest. Yeah. Um, but th- but it sounds like just the kids add this extra super fun element to being in the culture. Totally. In the theater. Totally. I mean, like, um, Book of Mormon had this, this sort of... It's like, a little more adult. Yeah, a little, <laughs> little restriction on who can attend. But at the same time, it's like this brilliant piece of theater that really resonates with just about anybody who watches it. This show is... Really similar. And, you know, it doesn't have like the stigma that Hamilton has right now or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like one of the most amazing things is whenever we're at the stage door, we get people from age five to 90 who come up to us and say, I'm going to go to Guitar Center tomorrow and like buy a ukulele or take piano lessons or, you know what? I want to learn something for me. And that is something that like you really can't say about a lot of shows. And the kids are the ones who are pushing that narrative to these audiences. And I was going to say, too. So and I noticed as you know, we we go to a lot of shows and uh, I was noticing as we were leaving last night, I was like, there are a lot more kids. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. 
Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. In this audience than for a lot of shows. Totally. And some of that's understandable. But at the same time, I think it's awesome. And it's a reminder to people if they're thinking about going to the show to bring your kids to the show, because not only is it going to expose them to theater, musical theater, but it's also, I guarantee, going to light a spark in a bunch of kids who maybe weren't even thinking about this. Or even if it's not music, maybe it's some other you know, uh, some passion that they have, it's really going to give them a little spark to pursue that. Absolutely. And I think like that's sort of the most beneficial part of it is when, you know, you see, you know, if you have your kids at home and they won't get off their iPad or they won't stop playing the Nintendo or whatever, bring them to the show and let them witness what it's like to see their peers actually excel at something unbelievable and watch them leave and want to do it too that's the inspiration you want your kids to have bring them to this show and you can bring them to this show uh anytime before the 11th and are there tickets still available very few i think very few yeah, Yeah, yeah we have we're getting the very few sign okay I would be remiss if we got out of this segment and we did not talk about the bachelor we literally what happened last night we have a minute and a half okay but I do have to just, you need to know, Rob Coletti, that uh, Becca is ours. Uh, but, She's look, from Minnesota. I, I know. I, uh, first of all, Ari should not have given that proposal. Do not even. He is the most hated man in America True. right now. Yep. And Ari, I wanted to like you, man. You were so sweet. The 24601 tattoo on the arm. Come on. Mm-hmm. No, no, he, he really down. ruined everything. Down. But I'm happy that he let us down because then I think it's going to allow oh. a light to shine in Minnesota next yeah. season sure. of Bachelorette. Oh, but, I agree. But did you know that? Is she going to be the Bachelorette? Oh, shoot. We kind of oh, gave it not. away. He did. We're no. not spoiling. We're not spoiling. But you knew that in your heart. You knew, Well, right? you know what? Something told me. I thought it was going to be her or Tia. But um, she, honestly, she's been treated so poorly. She handled it like a champion. Yes. She was elegant and graceful and poised. And I cannot wait to see what happened I last night. I love d- your passion for The Bachelor. If you want to come back on a regular basis and do a Bachelor, Bachelor yeah. All you segment. have to do is fly me in. Yeah. I'm ready oh, for it. Let's here. do it. I'm here. We would. Rob Coletti, thank you so much. Rob Coletti, thank you, for having you can me. see him on stage at uh, the School of Rock, which is at the Orpheum Theater, now through the 11th. And uh, thank you. We could not Just thank you enough. That oh, was way please. fun. Someone get ABC on the phone and let them know I would like to be a Bachelor. Hey. Okay, I, well, I, we'll, we, we will run your campaign. I do weigh over 200 pounds, but listen, I sing. Yeah, I hello. sing. There you go. Thank you. Sell it. A ringing endorsement. When we come back, we've got Lord and Lady Douchebag on the Colleen and Bradley show. And uh, maybe there will be a Bachelor connection after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities are always behaving badly. And we on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, the two of us, we feel like it's our duty. You okay? I got a chip in my throat. duty? And partly our joy to call them names. And the names we call them are D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Woo! Oh, I got a chip in the throat. Um, okay, I'm going to do... This is totally unexpected, you guys. I know. But I'm going to name Ari Lyondeck Jr. I'm sorry, who's Ari? Ari Lyondeck Jr. Who's that? He's the former bachelor. Oh, he's my D bag today. Show on TV oh my recently. Gosh. Okay, 
You guys, last night solidified for me. Now, two nights ago, I thought, okay, he's a total D-bag. But I'll, like, give him room to redeem himself at some point. If he shows, like, remorse or whatever. Like, I don't know what I was looking for from him. But I thought maybe I'd give him another chance, right? Because he can't be all bad. Yeah. And then on the finale, it became more clear. Uh, Ari Lyondek Jr. is a D-bag. And let me, allow me to count the ways. I was keeping track of some of the things he said um, on the finale of The Bachelor, the show that was meant for him to find the love, of, the true love of his life, mm-hmm. the one true love of his life. First of all, it all starts with the fact that Ari uh, couldn't choose, really couldn't choose between the two women told them both he loved them. Even when he went to propose to one of them, he felt like he loved both of them. Yeah. Proposed to Becca, dated her for like five, six weeks, then dumped her. Okay, that's enough. But last night, among the things he was doing or saying, he was saying things like when he was asked, are you sure? Are you sure? By Lauren, the girl he came to, the second, the runner up, who he then went back to and said, it turns out I'm in love with you. When he said, she said, are you sure? His response, one thousand percent. Yeah, she said. When somebody actually, tells no, she you said, "Are you over percent? Becca?" He said, "A thousand percent." When somebody says a thousand percent, they're probably lying to you. It means one percent, but I'm going to try to convince you. Yeah, or myself. Also, you know, I'm sorry. Are you over Becca? One thousand percent, honey. You haven't been out from under Becca for very oh, long, ooh. but that's the truth. Like you can't go okay, knocking on here's Lauren's where I door. Have to push back a little bit now. Like, why you're going to push back on my d bag? No, no, I'm not okay. pushing back on your d bag. Of okay. course, he's a d bag. Uh-huh. I mean, I think a lot of these uh, individuals are kind of d baggy. It's just the nature of the show. I mean, it's called the d bag arette. Mm-hmm. It's right? not, but. In our hearts, it is. But I mean, like, why are people going after him so vociferously when he is not the first bachelorette, bachelor, bachelor, batch? That's true. To to make calculated moves and coordinate them with the production staff. And he's not the only bachelor to do the same thing. Jason Mesnick also did the same exact thing that Ari did. And I want to tell, you know what? He's on notice too. I'm going to drag him in on the conversation because Jason Mesnick came on last night with Chris Harrison live to talk to Ari about what had happened. And one of the things that Jason Mesnick said in the midst of his diatribe on, you know, the the implications of publicly dumping a girl that you met on a reality TV show. He said, as a word of shame to all of us, there are bigger things in the world. Meaning, I don't know why people are also worked up about this. There's there's bigger things in the world. Well, but that's exactly, yeah. That's, do not try that diversionary people, tactic with me. But again, he's not the only one who does this. They all do this. Whenever you criticize something, they're like, well, you know, it, 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 you have to have a sort of suspension of disbelief in order to watch the show and not bang your head against a wall. It's so true. Right? It's so, mind-numbing. I will tell you, I mean, honestly, we love Becca. Because she's a Minnesotan. Mm-hmm. We love ourselves. <laughs> and there is nothing wrong with that. If the reason you watch the next season of The Bachelorette is solely to feel like um, you can relate to Becca because she's a Minnesotan or because you just simply want Minnesota to shine, there is 
nothing wrong with that. And in fact, it's rather noble as compared to the legion of people who watch this show for the purpose of feeling better about their own lives because um, the people they're watching are so horrible or being so mean to Mm -hmm. each other or being so vacuous or vapid. I will close my argument as to Ari is a D-bag today with the words of N.T. Lawyer. Because mm. he tweeted N.T. last Lawyer night. Lawyer is the guy who does all the blind items. Exactly. That we talk about. He tweeted, quote, I have far right, middle, and far left people on my timeline. One thing brings them all together in one united front. They hate Ari. It's true. Thank you. Thank you. And Univer- it's okay. Everybody can say, hate Ari. Everybody in Minnesota loves Becca. Exactly. I've not heard one person on Minnesota Twitter complain That's about our next Bachelorette. True. 100% uh, true. In fact, people were talking about it during the uh, intermission last night at the theater. Were they really like all around oh, you? Yeah. You were listening to it? Absolutely. I mean, now. To be fair, I was in a group of like media savvy people, oh, okay. you know, because a lot of media people go to the and we were all sort of in the same pocket, m- little area. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I'm sure that accounted for some of it. But no, I think average folk, uh, average folk, I think, you know, people who aren't necessarily trafficking in reality TV for a living also very um, supportive of the Becca interested in. Yeah. What's going on with Becca? Who do you have as a D-bag today? My D-bag is someone who is grateful for Ari. Mm. Somebody who's grateful for Ari? I see musical theater and then I get very (laughs) musical. Um, Yeah, my D-bag is Ryan Seacrest. Oh, okay. Why is he your D-bag today? Why Why do I feel like that was a judgy response? Why are you judging my D-bag? I wasn't. I was... You're like, oh, why? I was surprised because I didn't know. Well, as I said, Ryan Seacrest should be grateful for Ari. Uh-huh. Because what were we all talking about before Ari blew up? Ryan. Right? Mm-hmm. We were all talking about Ryan Seacrest mm-hmm. and his creepy, uh, you know, crotch thrusting behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that he was on the red carpet. Well, here's a little headline for you. Ryan Seacrest Oscars red carpet ratings dropped oh yeah 43 percent that is embarrassing 43 percent so um i've got numbers you don't really care about numbers but i will say that uh, the drop-off also coincides with a new oscars low in viewership overall Mm -hmm. so i mean maybe ryan could blame a little bit of that on just the lack of interest in the oscars overall but his particular show did far worse in the ratings drop uh, than the overall Oscars did. 43%. That 43%. is a stinker. That's big. In just one year. And you have to believe a lot of it. I will say I didn't watch East coverage uh, this year. I just watched a little bit of ABC's coverage before it went live um, or before they went to the Oscars. Um, so I did watch E and frankly only because I wanted to see how they handled Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. And I would have had I been a casual viewer with no, um, you know, no outside interest in in how this was all playing out. I would have tuned out within a minute. It was so it was that bad. It was worse than watching paint dry. And let's be real. It's a low bar anyway. Right. These red carpet coverage. I mean, this is the home of, you know, Juliana Rancic and um, 
uh, uh, Manny Cam, pe- Petty Cam. Mm, petty Cam, Manny Cam. They didn't do and, Petty Cam, did they? No, they did like this weird, like, actually, I took up a, a picture of it. They have you get in that, I don't even remember what it was called. They have you get in the cam zone. Well, they do that thing where they, they shoot they, you with a hundred cameras yes. and they see all around you. And I took a picture of, I didn't even show you this. I, when they did that, I took a picture of um, Kelly Rippa in it because I couldn't believe how plastic she looked, but even plasticer than she looked, her husband, Mark Consuelos. Oh, yeah. I don't buy that couple at all. They are. That <laughs> so, is I'm not. So and she is. She's. How do I say this? Mm. You you can see her musculature in the way that you did in anatomy and physiology. Yeah. They don't physiology. Eat carbs it's in unreal. New York. Um, anyway, I had to take a picture of that. So they did that camera. Yeah. That like 360 360 camera. Yeah. That's what it's and then called. Ross is like, oh, girl, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, whatever happened to um, now we're just throwing all ease coverage. Yeah, on the, no, they on all dish, deserve it. Dish bag list. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the um, what's that gal's name again with the purple hair? Kelly the attitude. Yeah. Kelly Osborne. Kelly Osborne. Whatever happened to her? Um, You know, I don't I feel like there was a thing that happened. Remember, she got the whole Zendaya thing was a mess. And then well, that's uh, why she, she and Joan Rivers did not mesh well, if I remember correctly. Or did they? I think that she's a coach on Project Runway Junior, a judge. So she doesn't Kelly do any Osborne. red, yeah, mm-hmm. Kelly yeah, she she doesn't doesn't do any red do. carpet stuff. But I feel like she and Juliana Rancic, she, I think she and Juliana Rancic came to blows over the Zendaya comment about the hair. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. She exited Fashion Police in 2015 after the complaints about Zendaya's hair and she felt like Zendaya was getting, um, you know, mistreated and did not like people's comments. Yep. Wasn't that, um, what's her name? Was that Juliana Rancic? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, it was. It was Juliana Rancic who was the one who said, who made comments about Zendaya's hair and Kelly didn't, you know, was not around for that. That was not going to happen on her watch. So, all right, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, I'm getting my Zen place. We're going to do the throwback live at 145. Bradley has won now twice. I feel like I have to step up my game a little bit. Holly's going to play for us five yes! pieces of vintage audio. Woo! We are going to try to guess what they are from. The first person who gets to three wins. <laughs> You have to have three out of five correct. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? You're trying to psych me out by acting like a hyper chihuahua. And I'm oh, gonna... look at you throwing throwing some shade already. Are you feeling a little uncomfortable? No, over there I with feel your good. Loss? I'll feel good. We'll be back after this on my talk 107. <sighs> it is time. Take my coat off here. For the throwback live at 145 on the rest. Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Let's do it. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Two time throwback live at 145 winner. And this is our throwback live at 145. I feel the need, the need for speed. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. I love the smell of night pump in the morning. Oh, righty then. It's Sorry, throwback man. live. Oh, you betcha, yeah. At 145. Go ahead. Make my day. Here's Holly Roberts. 
Uh, yes, it's time for the Wednesday edition of the Throwback Live at 1.45. Here's how the game works. We will play five vintage pop culture audio clips. Could be from any time, any place. Five vintage pop culture audio clips. First to identify three clips will win Throwback Live at 1.45. Bradley and Colleen will buzz in by yelling out their own first names. Put the, put the camera down. I want people to no. see how you They're are They're going to have to just moment. tune in live. You're trying to throw me off my game. It ain't working. Okay. Okay. Bradley's ready oh to go. Oh, he's ready Colleen, to go. you look very That's zen what, over I there. No, now, she don't. Nice try. Now, here's the deal is that Bradley has won the throwback live at 145 twice this week, but he hasn't won a majority of this week. This is the third time we're playing. So I will play the first <laughs> vintage pop like culture that. audio clip. Okay. Please identify. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The following. 3, 6, 9, 12, 12, 15, 18, 21, Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. Is that Sesame Street? No, it is not. Colleen Maystrom, oh, would you oh, like to hear more oh. of the clip? Uh, yes, please. 27, is that no, from the electric five. company? No, it's not. Oh, Colleen, I go it. back to you, Bradley. Do, would you like to hear more? Yes. Nobody gets a point if I'm you can't guess. I'm struggling because I know that point. song. It's three is the magic number. Yeah. But I'm trying to remember what it's from. It's from a kid's show. I'm like, I don't know why I'm thinking like HR Puffin stuff or something like that. No, I'm sorry. Nobody gets the point. That is from Schoolhouse Rock. Oh, gosh. Oh, God. We are so dumb. We are dumb. We sure are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So oh, wow. moving on. Okay, I don't need that. Hold on, hold you. on. I have to get back in my space. Right, that let's really get back in your space. <laughs> so no one recognized right. the Schoolhouse Rock clip. Oh, God. That was such an I, obvious. That yeah, was really so upsetting. Obvious. I'm very moving upset. On. <laughs> yeah, you guys fail your generation. Uh, moving on to our next vintage audio clip. Please correctly identify the following. All right, we're ready. No, no, no. We're ready right here. The wind, you guys. Bradley Trainer, Bradley Trainer, Bradley Trainer, Bradley Trainer. Uh, that is Kim Kardashian. Yeah, keeping but what up is... with the Kardashians. I'll give it to you. Yes, that is the. 
<laughs> this is the original theme song of the very first season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians that aired on E in oh my 2007. Where's Cam? Get out of our way. Stop. Jealous. Enough. Stop. Enough. Wow. That's it. We're done. Oh. It was such an innocent time, 2007. We didn't know what we didn't know. All right, Bradley has (laughs) one point. Colleen has zero points. Moving on, please correctly identify this vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley Trainer. Oh, sorry, you don't get the point, Um, but what is it? He just said his (laughs) name. Bradley Trainer, what is it? Where is it from? Jurassic Park. That is correct. That is the T-Rex from Colleen Jurassic Park. I'm annoyed. Here it is. There it was. There it was. There it was. All right. Moving on. Bradley has two. Colleen has zero. What is this? Vintage. <laughs> come on. Pop culture clip. Colleen, come on. Colleen! Colleen! It's American Idol. What? Ho! Hey! 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 That's you, right. How many do you have? One. How many do I have? More. This is the original American Idol theme song. Of course, the reboot is airing on ABC this Sunday night. Now, moving on to our last clip. Unfortunately, I feel like it could just end in a tie or Bradley wins. A tie or Bradley wins. Unfortunately, that is the way. Ooh, excuse me. That uh, this game is going to play out. Now, moving on to the last clip. Correctly identify. Now, identify the person who is speaking in this vintage pop culture audio clip. From Dallas, Texas. Bradley Trainer. Walter Cronkite. That's right, Bradley. Let's play the whole clip. It is Walter Cronkite from 1963. Apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Yes, that's Walter Cronkite from CBS News announcing the death of President Kennedy in 1963. Well, Bradley, congratulations. Thank you, you have Bob. Fun. What did uh, I win? Nothing. Well, congratulations, Bradley. Bradley. Funny you asked. Bradley Trainer, you just won a trip to sunny Acapulco. You'll spend six days <laughs> and seven nights in the wonderful city of Mexico. Ooh. Congratulations. I'm going to ride a burro and eat a churro. Eat a churro. Um, wow. Congratulations! I feel I don't. I, I I'm don't proud win of you. No, you're not. No, I am proud of you. I'm storing it up. someday I'm gonna clean house. I know. And I just want I you just, to know. Trust that. me. I understand that the uh, the odds are only in your favor for but a moment. Yeah, and then you'll take your revenge. <sighs> All right. When we come back. But thank you anyway. It's uh, I think how many times have I won now? Well, you've won three times. Oh, you know the trick. answer. Okay. Quit asking. Thank you just you. like to hear it, I don't just you? To write that down from a scrapbook. Yeah, he's undefeated. I'd also remind you of the shame of not understanding a schoolhouse rock clip when I that was, was from your child. I am mad thing. about that. But you know, I got to tell you, I have. If it was blinders. a bill on Capitol Hill, uh, it would have been a different story. Or the incredible. Oh, what was the inedible egg? That wasn't Schoolhouse Rock. Remember the cheese guy. A creepy, creepy. Uh, no. Oh, the snack of cheese. Sneak, sneaky. Yes. Uh, Hold on. I'll find that. Let's uh, continue. I'll find. Hankering it. for a hunk of cheese. What yeah. is that from? You that is a, that, that yeah, is a infomercial You'll, from probably the it dairy. It wasn't board. an infomercial. <laughs> I think it was just a commercial. It was a. That's a thing. The, remember the little cheese yes! guy that used to run around? No, with the this stick? guy. Bang! 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 <laughs> 
howdy, partner. Time for timer. Do you ever get that hungry feeling after school? Boy, I do. I'm so hungry, I could eat a wagon wheel. When I'm slow on the draw and I need something to chaw, I hanker for a hunker hunker cheese. Oh my gosh. When my ten gallon hats are feeling five gallons flat, I got something planned, which is little cheese sandwiches. Come on. Here's a great little snack to tide you over till dinner. If you want something delicious and nutritious, cheese is a super snack. Look, a wagon wheel. When my get up and go. That guy is not selling anything to me. You don't remember that when you were a kid? Not at all. And I also don't want to eat cheese any more than I did before. I'd like to add that a wagon wheel, according to this uh, amorphous blob, is uh, two crackers with a slice of cheese in between. Okay. It's a wagon wheel. All right. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, congratulations to you, Bradley. When we come back, I got a question. Are you going to watch The Bachelorette? It's coming in May. Becca is the Bachelorette. She's from Minnesota. Do you feel like you are geographically obligated to watch The Bachelorette next season? 651-641-1071.